gracious good day to one and all once again. Tis I, Norton the First, by grace of God, Emperor of the United States, and Protector of Mexico. Back with you as we are every Sunday with our special guest superstar, the Countess Lola Montez of Landsfeld. Good day, Countess. Good day, Your Majesty. Thank you, and thank you for having me on. Thank you to all of you for tuning in. So please like and comment down below. Indeed. This is episode one, number 166. It is the 22nd of November, 2020. It's our 251st day living under COVID-19 restrictions with no end in sight. Uh, just a little note for those of you that are fans of our tour. Uh, we were coming back, but then, well, COVID rates started going up. So we are doing one more tour next Saturday, and that's the last, until things get back to the yellow tier. We are currently red in San Francisco. We're expected to go purple in the next few days. Terrible thing, isn't it, Count? Yes, it is. And we must be safe out there. Indeed. Yes, indeed. And we must play it safe shelter in place so that in the future we can all get together once again. And wear that mask. Mm -hmm. So what do you have yeah. for us today, Countess? Well, we have a number of surprises, but uh, today we're going to be talking about Bambi Lake, and we lost her. Mm. Uh huh. And so we'll be talking about her and her life and legacy. And I, I was reminded of so many stories of the past and I want to thank, you know, today we're going to have some special pictures and that sort of thing. I want to thank Danny Nicoletta and some of the other folks that have, you know, uh, taken pictures over the years. And with all of that, it's lovely to be able to go back and see some images, you know, that um, have, you know, preserved the past, you know. Indeed. And as a historian, we really love to go back and look at those things. You know, I was reminded the other day, Your Majesty, when I was hitchhiking one time up in Vancouver, we saw a road called the Trans-Canada Expressway. And I said, what the hell was it assigned USA at birth? <laughs> so how many trans people does it take to change a light bulb. How many? Just one. But people will always ask you if you, if your light bulb had, uh, if your light bulb had that, you know, that change. <laughs> My trans friends say that when they're out in public as a couple, the most inappropriate question that gets asked is, so which of you is the sub pretending to be a dom? <laughs> Another trans friend of mine said, I, a trans lesbian, married a bisexual. Does that make us a BLT? What does a trans lesbian bring to a second date? Certainly not a U-Haul. They're too broke for that. 
How many transgender people does it take to change a light bulb? One. But they have to live in the dark for two years to make sure they want to change and then get the opinion of two electricians to make sure it needs changing. <laughs> you know, a transgender person cut me off in line at the supermarket the other day. You're LGBT, right? I asked. You forgot about the queue. They replied bluntly, no, I said, you did. <laughs> so here's a definition of irony. I used to have a transgender co-worker and I asked why he wouldn't upgrade from Windows 7 to 10. And he said he didn't like the change. <laughs> think we should. Mm. So I will consult my notes here. And Bambi Lake was a San Francisco legend and we recently lost her. She was a performer and notorious local character. She, she succumbed to cancer at age 70. Mm -hmm. A trans filmmaker, Silas Howard, who did work on Transparent, Pose, Netflix, Tale of the City, made a 15-minute biographical short film from 2015 called Sticks and Stones. Bambi told her own story while walking down San Francisco's Polk Street. The LGBTQ History Project, archivist and friend of Bambi, August Bernadicius, said Bambi Lake was born October 20th, 1950 and died uh, November 4th, 2020. Uh, Trans Sean Toos left a legacy of melancholy music. Bambi Lake was a performer who sprang out of the San Francisco Coquettes, the radical gay hippie performance troupe and the Angels of Light, the free theater child of the Coquettes. She was a San Francisco of yesterday fixture who persevered into a new millennium and established herself as an actress, street level poet, and as I said, a chanteuse. Mm -hmm. Now, I can tell you myself, times have changed a bit for those that, you know, had to go through the change uh, of being transgender and dealing with all those difficult issues. And, uh, you know, for those of us that have been around for a while and have seen things change, the, the opportunities are much more now. Indeed. So after a brief hospitalization at Zuckerberg Hospital, Bambi peacefully passed away at Pacifica Hospice on November 4th, 2020. And as I said, she was 70 years old. The cause was cancer. Her piano accompanist and longtime friend, Bertie Bob Waite said, and I'll quote, Harry Rollins from the band Black Flag reflected on her passing saying, Bambi Lake was a true sweetheart and an absolute rebel. She lived in love and courage.
Bambi Lake was born in Palo Alto, California in October 1950. She was the fourth of eight children, and her father, John Purcell, worked in construction, and her mother, Frances Lorraine Mulcahy, was a secretary. Bambi was born Johnny Joseph Purcell and attended Sequoia High School in Redwood City, California. From an early age, she knew she was destined to perform and often said that she survived high school by plunging herself ahead into um, the never-ending whirl of local theater. Now, the first place she acted in was Brigadoon at Sequoia High School. And in 1965, her childhood friend and future choreographer, Tony Ortega, helped get her cast in the original Broadway production of Oliver. Mm. Even though she only performed in the chorus, Oliver planted seeds of what her life was to become. After studying theater at Kenyatta College in 1970, she met future Coquette's piano player, Peter Minton, who picked her up hitchhiking, and he told her about a new merry band of hippies and the new things she, and the next thing she knew, she was at the Coquette's rehearsal, and the Coquette's founder, Hibiscus, took her under his wing, and together they became Angels of Light. Bambi's first play with Angels of Light was Whatever Happened to Baby Jesus? <laughs> a combination of the biblical nativity story and the little match girl. She sang Ariel's song from the Temptus, and Good Times magazine ran a photo of her. She went on to be the leading lady whenever Hibiscus asked her to be in a play. Bambi went to Europe and for a while made her home in Berlin, Germany. Mm. At this time, Bambi started taking hormones, and before she knew it, she became what she always knew she was. And I might add, she really got involved over there in the punk scene. She returned to San Francisco in 1978 and threw herself into San Francisco's fledgling uh, punk scene here, and she sang with the all-female band Verses. And went to tour Europe with the Stranglers. Upon her return, she realized that she was too sensitive to be a punk rocker, and she went back to her roots and continued acting. Now, I will tell you, she also, in the 1980s, began writing poetry and putting her words to music. Her best known song, the autobiographical The Golden Age of Hustlers, was performed all over the world. In it, Bambi laments, and I quote, it's hard to find someone you can trust amidst the rhinestones and rust, and I unquote. Despite being down and out, she sang sad songs on the stages of all sides, sizes all over San Francisco for more than 50 years and released her debut album, My Glamorous Life as a Broadway Hostess in 2005. In a 2017 interview, she said her greatest talent was making people cry. Her voice was fierce and filled with enchanting melancholy. 
After a brief hiatus, she launched a comeback in 2016 following her documentary, Sticks and Stones, as I said, directed by Silas Howard. Her last public performance was a part of the cast of the Dan Karkowska produced Coquettes are Golden, a 50th anniversary celebration on January 4th, 2020 at the Victoria Theatre here in San Francisco. A noted troublemaker, fringe legend, and Sean who bared it all and wore her heart on her sleeve, inspiring many and always left her audience wanting more. Now, I will tell you, Bambi was all over the place. For a time, she also worked at um, Pinocchio's mm -hmm. Theatre. And uh, not so happy there, you know, from what I understand, because there was a big deal about it. And, you know, if someone is taking hormones and all that, it's not the same as being a drag queen. And I think in the movie, Tu Wang Fu, the character Noxima Jackson summed it up the best, that if a straight man puts on a dress and gets his kicks, that is a transvestite. Mm -hmm. When a woman is trapped in a man's body and goes to the doctor to have a surgery, that is a transgender person. But if a gay man has far too much fabulous uh, fashion sense for one gender, that is a drag queen. And so there's a lot of difference there. And God love it. There's some wonderful reading if you want to know more about Bambi Lake. Uh, in 1996, uh, The Unsinkable Bambi Lake was written by Bambi and Alvin Orloff and an introduction by Exine Servenka. Ah, from X. The Unsinkable Bambi Lake, a fairy tale containing the dish on the cockettes, punks, and angels, was written in 2017. That's the second book. But, and also I would suggest, you know, here's a copy of The Unsinkable, and we'll put it up. We can have some images mm -hmm. of the other books so that you can see for yourself. And, you know, it's not without controversy, because somebody with a big personality is bound to, uh, you know, people love, it, love you or hate you or have their differences. And we know that all too well. Yes. yes. But the unsinkable Bambi Lake, and we will miss her here in San Francisco. And may she rest in peace and power, our dear angel of light. And so I want to dedicate, we have a guest today, to dedicate a song. I did want to mention that I saw Bambi perform only once. Oh, yes. Yes, and that was in a play called The Merry Club by our dear friend, Lloyd Stensrud, and she was wonderful in it. Yeah, great voice. Yes, a lot of times we've run into each other at events mm -hmm. and that sort mm -hmm. of thing. So another person of profile of uh, significance in San Francisco, we don't write history. History, history writes itself. Indeed. What a legend. Yes. So, shall I introduce our guest? Oh, yes, I. we always look forward to the musical number. And we'll have to conjure her up. Oh. Yes. Oh. But uh, this lady, Candy Cox, 
is as sweet as her name suggests. Candy Cox is always a hard-hitting dessert, sugary confection, a jawbreaker wrecking ball with a lick and a tasty slurp of flavor. Here on the verge of a sugar-induced coma at the horny bull bareback bar of Kyleen, Texas, coming to us today, we'll have to call her up. And I want her to sing today um, Stormy Weather. Oh. Because I know when the Cockettes used to perform, I, I may stand corrected on that. It seems I remember Hibiscus singing that number or various people in the Cockettes. And we had stormy weather this week. <gasps> yes, we did indeed. How appropriate. So I will consult the crystal. Here we go. Sing for your supper, dance for a dime. Candy Cox, sing us a song. Put down the bottle for a time. Candy Cox. Oh uh -huh. 
Thank you, Candy Cox. Indeed. Yes. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for coming today, Countess, as you do every Sunday right here. So that wraps it up for this edition. So until we see you again, stay safe, stay inside, and stay healthy. If you go outside, wear the mask. This would all be over by now if we'd been wearing masks back in March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Get with the program, people. Also, we do accept tips and we greatly appreciate our generous donors. Here's the information for that. You can do a monthly subscription through Patreon or one-time donation through Venmo or PayPal. If you would like more information about the tours that we are no longer doing because of COVID, but we'll be back, here's where you get information for that. Uh, don't take unproven cures that might kill you, and be kind to one another. Most of all, show some kindness. Until we see you again, a gracious good day. Ever in service and gratitude, au revoir, thank you.